0: Hey, I'm Paul, and I'm Chad, and you're listening to Bad Marketing Sucks, and we're on a
1: mission to eradicate bad marketing, one business at a time. Well, Sergio, welcome to Bad Marketing Sucks. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing fantastic, guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. We're
1: glad to have you on. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So, Sergio, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I'm a first-generation Hispanic and uh, you know, I studied marketing back in Mexico. Uh, right. I came to United States. Uh, you know, I started working in construction. Um, you know, for a couple of years, of course, I didn't like it that much. You know, the sun doesn't go with me. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we <laughs> me <don't>... <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah, I get really red, so it's like yeah, not not good. And uh, yeah, working in construction, of course, you you're trying to make connections, trying to make money, then, you know, uh, I had the opportunity to work for a newspaper, and then uh, I started selling newspaper, you know, advertising when they when it used to work, right, the, the mm-hmm. tabloid. Um, yep. uh, I don't know, you guys hear about sheet here in Texas it was big, mm-hmm. but uh, something like that, and, uh, and then, you know, I got an offer from a company uh, as a marketing director, and uh, then I go hire for, for another company as well. And then my my client from the newspaper started calling me. And, and that's how we started the advertising agency. And, you know, I decided to open up in 2008. And since then, I've been doing marketing for uh, for companies that want to target uh, and tap to the Hispanic market.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So what do you think, what is the first thing that you've learned um of what people are really not doing well when they're in, in their effort to reach out to the Hispanic market.
2: Well, uh, something that I noticed is uh, the beginning when I I, I was starting uh, or creating marketing campaigns for companies, uh, the perception that the Spanish was the solution, the language itself. Mm-hmm. Right. So they start, you know, translated. They hired me first just for translations, and of course, we do the translation, and uh, but, you know, I always uh, try to over-deliver and I give him my version, like, you know, interpretate what they trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, uh, I find out that they was in the perception that only Spanish was enough. So I was working with them and teach them that Spanish is, is, is not the solution. So... Then you know they start implementing my ideas uh, mm-hmm. and those ideas they start delivering more results than what they was thinking and that's how uh, uh you know that's one of the things that I see companies that was lacking like okay these uh, these companies they wanna tap into the Hispanic market, but they just translate stuff doesn't make sense, so mm-hmm. I need to do something else and uh yeah, mm-hmm yeah that's that's one of the things that i see the companies is and and, and i until this time uh, i'm in texas so mm-hmm. believe me there's a lot of hispanics here yeah, and yeah. Uh, and there's different generations of hispanics and uh and yeah that's when we start working with companies and we start interpreting or uh, the message uh, mm-hmm. which, which are different so that's one of the things that, that i noticed with companies that they were lacking of uh, understanding the culture mm-hmm. because it was more yeah. visible about the culture than the language.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's not enough just to speak Spanish to, to this, to this market you've got to be able to, so is there something, I think we had, somebody mentioned something about a Spanglish. Yeah. So what, yeah. what exactly is that? Actually, it's a,
2: that's a thing, you know, that's a, we can say that like the new language for the, uh, uh, the millennials and the Gen Zs and, you mm-hmm. know, even, you know, us uh, older millennials, uh, this is Spanish. He has a. He uh, come from the cult, uh, culture of Chicanos. Chicanos are the the sons of the, the Mexican descendants, uh, mm-hmm. and they speak both languages. But they just you know come up with words that sounds like they was speaking Spanish. Uh, but to be honest, you only English. You know bad English or mm-hmm. bad- yeah, I don't right. know what, if it's bad English or bad Spanish, but
0: wanted <laughs> to yeah. so it's really. A, it, so you would say it's a hybrid of the two. Is that what you yeah, would say? Yeah, it, it's a
2: mix. Uh, yeah. So, okay. uh, we give examples. We just hear a word like uh, mop you know, mopping. You know, you mopping the floor, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, you wanna, you know, hear moms say like, I uh, "I'm uh, mapeando," which is basically the same word, just with that uh, in the. Uh, with the yeah, ending on yeah, there, the I-N-G. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I-N-G, and they said, you know, we translate only the I-N-G to Spanish, and we made it in Spanish now, and that's called Spanglish. Yeah. And and actually, I see some big brands using it because it's a thing now. In Mexico, uh, being bilingual, uh, like it has a cool factor, right? You speak mm-hmm. English, yeah. and you mix it with the Spanish because of the music that we hear. And uh, and you know all the influence that the America has in Mexico uh, culturally, so it's a, it has a cool factor. But mm-hmm. here we interpret it, we create those words. And uh, you know, I I, uh, I work with a lot of uh, construction uh, brands, companies, and it's even be- uh, bigger the is there because tools or things like that that we here uh, that we use we just oh yeah you know. Uh, uh, translated, so Spanglish is a thing, and the brands should be embracing that because, to be honest, you know, it, it, you get two audiences uh, for the price of one. We can say it's yeah. not like that.
0: So, is it mostly though for the younger generation, or is it kind of taken over and becoming something across, you know, all demographics or all age groups of Hispanics?
2: Good question. I think yeah, I think it's it's. It doesn't have an edge because, uh, you know, the younger crowd, they hear from their parents and mm-hmm. the parents actually are the ones that created it. So, yeah, I think. It's, okay. Yeah, I see. You're yeah. Because okay. they don't know how to refer to things. So they just, you know, make words out of the blue. And, uh, and we understand what yeah. they have to say. Like, uh, I know we were talking about parking lots, uh, you know, parqueadero and, you know, roofers. Actually, uh, you know, we work with a lot of roofers, so we call them rooferos.
1: That's
0: it? Yeah. And they all- <laughs> that's Spanglish. Yeah, that's it. Is it not? <laughs> rooferos. That's it. Right. I like it. I like
1: that. Well, Spanglish is also one of my favorite movies with Adam Sandler. So I mean, I've never seen that. I need if you to check it, that you, out. You really should. My wife, every yeah. time I pass, I'm like, hey, we should watch this. And she says, no, not again. <laughs> I, we're, I'm done. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. I like, well, you know. Not everybody can have great taste like me, so <laughs> that's just how it goes. So, okay, if we've got Spanglish and the current what what current parents is this a generational thing? And, and is there a, a generational distinction about you know how you are speaking to them? So, yeah. you know, you what generation? You said you're third generation.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm. A, for example, I'm a first generation Hispanics, right? This is how okay. we divide it in the agency. Uh, from one year to seven years we call uh, we concentrate it's in general, right? know uh I don't mm-hmm. specific but it's first generation. These these people don't uh, they speak Spanish at home and they speak mm-hmm. Spanish at work. They don't communicate okay. much in English. Then seven to fourteen they communicate at home in Spanish and English at at work. So, and then you have the third generation, which is the 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 born here, which they speak English and uh, English at home and work. And Mm. third generation, third generation, they only speak English. They they just have the last name. I know you have not uh, uh, been. in front of them, but they, they can be Gonzales, and they don't they don't speak, they
0: don't speak any right. Spanish, right? Yeah, I've seen that. So that's yeah. one yeah. of the
2: things. Uh, and the second and third generation are the ones that are more familiar with uh, Sp- uh, Spanglish, uh-huh. and uh, and yeah, this is a basically the consumer base of most of our, uh, the companies they look into tapping t- t- to the Spanish community, because that first generation brings all the brands that they are familiar with. From their, mm-hmm. their countries. So, so yeah. if you want to tap to the Hispanic market, you better, uh, you have better chances with the second and the third generation.
0: Yeah, gotcha. That makes b- sense.
2: Yeah, that does make yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. been seeing, you know, uh, for example, here in Houston, we have uh, the Houston Dynamo, and they've been spending a lot of money and a lot of efforts to gain, you know, the, the, Hispanic audience, and they have mm-hmm. people to do it. So it's just because they tap into the the, the a cultural team and uh, and uh, you know, they target the, the first generation of Latinos because second and third, yes, we like soccer, but now we have we're more familiar with baseball or football, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now we are right. diverse, so it's that's that's one of the examples that I can see.
1: Yeah. We're seeing a little bit of that. So I'm on a board for a, um, our our arsenal soccer club here in Augusta. And so when we have tryouts and we'll have, you know, our last tryouts, we probably had 50 or 60 Hispanic children come out, you know, Mm -hmm. boys and girls, but it's interesting because they will be translating for their parents. Mm -hmm. And so we get a, we get this really large drop off because, you know, it's a profit so they just haven't figured out how to communicate very well mm-hmm. and how to how to bridge that gap but but we saw that just a few months ago with tryouts just having a huge number we were so excited mm-hmm. but then there was this huge drop-off
0: yeah. just from a communication standpoint yeah, yeah. i mean well
1: the kids right. are translating for their parents yeah that's tough and uh that makes it hard
2: yeah yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. well, we seen a, in a lot of industries. You know, we have a, a construction trade show that we produce, Expo Contra Vista, and then uh, they bring the kids. So do, if, we, if we talk mm. about a trade show, you don't imagine kids in a trade show, right? No. But in a trade show, it's, it's normal because they bring the kids for, you know, if they want to buy a machine or tool mm-hmm. or whatever, and they, they tell their kids, hey, tell them that I want this product. You know, I want to buy two of them. So whatever it is, they they, they want to communicate. And they use the kit to
0: communicate. Mm-hmm. To talk. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's
2: very interesting because at in the beginning, you know, at the, at the trade show in 2018, brands like... Uh, you know Bosch, Dewalt, you know all those companies. Mm-hmm. And you used to see kids in in I So man, this is normal for us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: why are all these kids here? Maybe we need to sell ice cream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and of course we're yeah. very fam- uh, family oriented, so it was kind of yeah. a cultural shock for for them. But now they like, now they understand why. And it's just sure, sure, we just managed chat.
1: Yeah, that's fascinating. Now, from a from a buying power standpoint, I mean, the Hispanic community has got to have a, a significant buying power. How much are, how much is being missed mm-hmm. not tapping into it or not tapping into it maybe the right way? Or effectively, yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, well, it all depends on the area, right? Where do you live? California, Texas, Florida, of course, you know, it's a big – you have to – Move or we, I see companies moving a big chunk of the advertising budget to the Hispanic community. Uh, But we're talking about they moving, you know, 50 60 percent because now it's it's a huge market. Of course, probably Minnesota or you know, another state where they're not, uh, they're not a huge population, of course, you know, they stay the same. Now, mm-hmm. uh, the, the buying power, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was around $50 billion, $50 trillion buying power for the Latino community. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's huge and it's growing. Now, why? Why is do they have so uh, so much power, buying power? One, uh, I always had to my client, look, if you want to target a community that... Uh, doesn't have loyalty for the current competitors, right? Mm-hmm. Because, for example, we work with power tools, right? Yeah. And uh, one power tool, there's companies uh, that have been advertising specific uh, audience. The Latino community doesn't have that, that issue. You know, we, we are just open to any brand. To right, yeah. right. So that's, that's one factor, like, hey, Talk to the Hispanic community. They don't have loyalty. They or company. They, they haven't been able to build that loyalty yet. So you mm-hmm. have chances. And, uh, and, uh, and of course, we're consumer-based, right? So we just come from our countries with anything. So we need houses, we need cell phones, yeah. we need cars, we need, we need everything from mm-hmm. everything, right? So we have to buy the whole thing, right? So, yeah. heritage, anything. So, it's a, it's a, it's a huge factor, right? That we had to buy everything new, you know, and be and there's opportunity for the brands to to create it's a huge opportunity, opportunity
0: there. there. Yeah, yeah. You no,
1: know, it's interesting you say that though, because my grandfather was like he was so loyal to craftsmen. Both of my grandfathers, actually, you know, they both grew up in the country in Kentucky. Craftsmen is all they did and by virtue of that that's the first thing i look for yeah. as craftsman because my my grandparents that's what they yeah. that's the tools they used. So that's a really interesting point that you make there
2: yeah, yeah. and and is uh and that's how we explain it with uh, with our clients like look you have a a, a person that worked uh, really hard we worked six seven days a week mm-hmm. we had the money power right sure now uh we don't have uh, a loyalty yet for brands. So you can, they're, they're going to be more open to listen to your message. And three, we have to buy it anyway. We don't, we, we don't, nobody gives it to us. We don't have families that, you know, pass things to us. So right. uh, yeah, those three factors is huge. That's why they had to tap. And, uh, and that's why it's uh, uh, very important for every single company to start looking to it. Uh, right. Uh, because yeah, if, you, the, the market is saturated. You know, just move to another market. Another right.
0: Well, let me ask you this: in terms of the Hispanic community, do you find that uh, they move around a lot based on you know maybe a job that they could find somewhere, and, and you
2: know pick up their family and go? Yes, definitely. That is another hmm. factor. Actually, uh, you can have in a zip code, you know, five thousand you know families living there, and if there is a, for example, that's what happened in Texas. So there's in Houston. Let's say let's say Dallas, Texas, five thousand families. Then in Odessa, they open a pipeline. Mm-hmm, half yeah. of the, half of the people in, 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 in Dallas, Texas, they move to uh, Midland, Odessa. So and they, oh my goodness. they start there. Moved to where? From How Dallas. How far? I don't know. Like uh, middle uh, Midland, Odessa. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Like, I uh, you Say Virginia. Okay. No, 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 not that far. <laughs> i get ready <where> to say. <laughs> but uh, they move. And now, Midland, Odessa, they have so much population over there, and it ha- they have to start building uh, hospitals, uh, you, know, uh, you know, schools and things like that. Yeah. Mm, Walmart. Moves. So we are really easy to move, even if we have big families, because remember, you know, if we are here is because for a better opportunity mm-hmm, and, sure. uh, and we, we're hunting opportunities, whatever they are. Yeah. So, right. Uh, yeah. It's, that's another factor as well. Like you can have a uh, 5,000 families in a zip code next month, half of them. So we don't, it could be gone. It. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so how do you navigate that? How do you navigate uh, adjusting with that? The, the shift in the population from one location to the next?
2: By culture, tapping into culture, no, no language, mm-hmm. no geolocation. Of course, you have your uh, your areas. When we do digital campaigns, yeah, we do geotargeting and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But mm-hmm. the message is, 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 the, is the key, right? It's yeah, right. They have to relate to the brand uh, culturally.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's yeah. why you, you build loyalty with
0: them. Right, that makes sense. Now, how
1: much of that comes back to the the first thing we talked about in the translation is getting the translation. Uh, if you miss the mark on the translation, are you missing the mark on on uh, tapping into the culture?
2: Look, you can notice uh, as an Hispanic first generation that now are communicating English. You can tell when a brand is trying to adapt, mm-hmm. and if it's obvious, it's like okay. I know you're trying to send me something, right? Basically that's what is in our mind, right? Yeah And that happened because in some companies, let's say middle-sized companies, uh, they hire an assistant or receptionist um, because they, the business owner noticed that she speaks Spanish. Now she out of the blue becomes the marketing director, the marketing assistant. Oh <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, you speak Spanish? Yes. Oh, let me have to translate this so then let's start advertising. So um, but when you do that, you you can tell like, oh this is just Spanish, is I don't know, I I am not I don't relate. So yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, there's a disconnect there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the the assistant or receptionist, <laughs> one thing yeah, is the guy just because he speaks Spanish now is it, it's not yeah I mean, it doesn't relate. You that,
1: know? <laughs> that would be like somebody coming to me like, oh, you have a degree in Spanish, yeah, you should translate I mean, this. That's <laughs> not
0: going to be all that effective. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. got a
1: piece of paper and I can <laughs> I can speak really, it yeah enough to uh, get around yeah. and get a beer, but. <laughs> This is good information. I mean I, these are things that I
0: never would have thought about in terms of the you know how to effectively market to the Hispanic community. There's, you know, there's so many different facets to it. but in closing, let me ask you this, if you had to give the three top ways that someone that a business could actually effectively reach and market to the Hispanic community, what would they be?
2: Uh, yeah. Just
0: three ways just to help someone who may be in, you know, in the process of trying to, to get better at
2: it. Well, uh, the radio stations, you know, we we still, you know, very uh, loyal to traditional media. Let me tell you something. So uh, the radio station, they have, you know, demographics and data. You know, I would ask them uh, definitely uh, uh, for that about the audience in their areas.
0: Uh, right. So you're saying the radio station, so you're saying the Hispanic community is pretty loyal to their music. Correct. Yeah, we work okay. with music okay.
2: at home with music. Music is a cute factor. Right. Um, the other uh, thing that you can do is yeah, you know, hire someone that at least is a second generation, but the thing is how you know it's a second generation, it's gonna sound like me. <laughs> so yeah, if it, it, is, it has right. an accent, good. So it's, it's, right. it's the best person because uh, uh, probably they, they deal with their parents. They mm-hmm. there's the kids. They're being used for translations. Yeah, exactly. Right, and uh, and that the other thing is, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, you can research. In the end of the day, uh, I use some tools uh, to find, you know, the Hispanic audience population depends on the the area, and right. you know, uh, find how many of those are in your target market. So there's there's Google tools that you can use. Right. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Right. And so, and, and essentially creating a message that would resonate, uh, in with the community. Yeah. Yeah. Got it.
1: That's awesome. Well, I well, think that that's, awesome. uh, uh, regardless of what language you're in, that's, that's a necessity, universal. but, yeah. uh, it's amazing how many people even get that wrong. Yes, so, they do. But, uh, well this has
0: been enlightening because, uh, this is something that uh, obviously is just not being tapped into effectively. Yeah. Um, and uh, we appreciate having you, you coming on today and, and enlightening
2: us.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much, Sergio. Well,
2: thank you, guys. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, you know, let's see if we can uh, keep that conversation going.
1: Thanks for listening. If you need help, email us at helpme@badmarketingsucks.com. At and if you have any
0: topics or questions, email us at yep@badmarketingsucks.com.
1: At Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or a five-star review on Spotify. Until next week.